The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. We are back. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out, and I have Clementine from Zeparella standing by to join us. Hi there, Clementine. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. I was completely blown away, as I told you offline, at the Roxy on Saturday night. You guys were amazing. Oh, thanks for making the trip up. Oh, I loved it. You know... I, it's, you know, it's one thing, you all are gorgeous women, and, but then the talent is mind-blowing. I mean, and the chemistry, there's incredible chemistry with all of you. Thank you, thank you. Um, I, um, yeah, I feel so incredibly fortunate to be um, playing with these people. <laughs> I just, I can't speak high enough about them. They're, they're just um, phenomenal musicians, and just, you know, as as beautiful as they are outside, they're like a hundred million times more beautiful inside too. Aww. So it's just you know I'm I'm real fortunate. That is great. How did, tell me how this all came about with the band? How you know you started this because you're the founding member member. Yeah, uh, Gretchen Men, uh, the guitarist, and I were um, playing in an ACDC band oh, cool. um, thir- thirteen or fourteen years ago, uh-huh. and. Um, that band was real successful, and uh, but the uh, girls in the band kind of decided they didn't want to play as much as we wanted to, mm-hmm. um, so we were frustrated, and I told her that I had, um, you know, tried with some other people to start a Zeppelin band a few years before, and I had done that because I really just wanted to learn the catalog of John Bottom, great. and uh, so, you know, she said... Um, well, she wanted to learn Jimmy Page's stuff, and mm-hmm. so um, it kind of just started from there, and um, we started playing pretty quickly um, with uh, one singer, and then about eight months later, we found a singer, um, Anna Christina, who was with the band for about um, five years, okay. um, and then four years ago, um, Angeline Saris, the bass player, and Noel Dowdy, the singer, joined mm-hmm. the band, and... Um, and it's just been, you know, amazing since, you know, for the whole time, really. I mean, That's Led great. Zeppelin fans are the best fans. I know. <laughs> so, it was incredible yeah. Saturday night. I mean, and you had a big range of ages. That's what's really fun. It was really neat on Saturday because it was all ages. So I saw some real small kids up at the front. I you saw know, that. Big on. I know. that. <laughs> I love seeing that. Um, my niece, who is uh, 18 years old and mm-hmm. uh, is a freshman at USC, um, was there, and she's never seen me play drums. She had no idea what to expect. Oh, she must have been blown away. <laughs> yeah, she said that she, Mom, I feel like I'm on LSD or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever <laughs> like that, that feels like. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hopefully she does not no, know. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I was watching you. You all took a solo, and... You get out there and you do your drum solo, and I'm like, man, that is years of practice and dedication. And when when did you first know you wanted to become a drummer? 
well, I have kind of a strange story about that um, because uh, I, you know, I played piano as a child, like most people do, and, yeah. you know, I kind of dabbled in different instruments, but, I mean, I was never a, a musician. Um, really? I just, um, yeah, I... Um, you know, my dad was a big uh, lover of music, so I had music around me all the time. My mom and my grandmother, too, with the big band stuff. So, you know, I, I loved music, but um, uh, when I was in my early 20s, I uh, I was living in New York City, and um, I uh, started singing. Like, I moved there to be a writer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I kind of started singing, um, and I was a terrible singer. I had I was... <laughs> completely unself-aware and uh, very insecure. And, mm-hmm. um, I just was kind of a bad, you know, bad. But, uh, you know, it was fit. my first, like, kind of, uh, I, I don't know even how it all happened. Um, uh, but uh, one day we lost the drummer in the band that I was singing in, and mm-hmm. I thought, you know, that would be really cool to, oh, yeah. you know, be a, be a musician. You know, I could travel and work, yeah. and, man, that would yeah. be a good career move. It was kind of my thinking. Okay. <laughs> which is completely ridiculous. and uh, That's funny. So I, uh, my boyfriend at the time was a musician. He said, well, I'll show you how to play you know, some drums if you want. We had drums in the house, so I kind of started doing that. And then somebody said, uh, oh, if you're playing drums, here's the number of the best drum teacher in New York City. And Whoa. I remember that coming, that card coming to me. And I went and um, started taking private lessons with Fred Clatt who teaches out of the Drummers Collective there, and he's the best drummer, drum teacher in the world. Mm. So, I've heard um, the name. Yeah, yeah. so pretty qu- quickly, um, you know, I just, I, you know, he and I had such a connection that um, it just immediately made sense to me, and, you know, I have I apparently a natural sense of rhythm, so, um, so it happened pretty quickly. Um, but I didn't start playing until I was 27, so. um yeah, so it was kind of, it's kind of a strange. I, I have no idea. I, I remember my first show walking around the block and thinking, like, like saying to my friend, like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> like, I was never going to play an instrument. I was yeah. never going to be a musician. Like, how did I get, how did this happen? That's so, incredible. And I, then were you like a sponge? Like, whether you just wanted to learn everything? Uh, yeah, when I started, I just, uh, it was, I feel that I was. It was actually very freeing to learn an instrument at a later age like that because I thought when I started playing, okay, everybody that I play with will have been playing for ten, fifteen, twenty years more than me. Yes. So I will always be the worst musician on the stage. <laughs> so it was really freeing. It was like, yeah. okay, well then all I can do is just do what I do. Like, yeah. I never had to prove myself because I can't prove myself with people who have been playing have of course. so many more years. Yes. So I can't, there was never any competition feeling or, That's because good. I was always going to be like, you know, like the 14 year old playing with the 40 year old, right. you know, yes. even though the ages were different. But, um, so, you know, when I started playing, I was like, let's jam, you know, yeah. and everybody around me was like, we, we jammed when we were 15, like, <laughs> let's play the songs. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I know. So it was, I thought it was really, um, so I, I, you know, most of the time I think, gosh, I wish when I was 14 and I saw, you know, the girl drummer come from the high school and play at my junior high school and mm-hmm. me being completely captivated by that yes. and thinking, you know, oh, maybe I should be a drummer and thinking that just seems 
so outlandish, right, you know, and right. now I think, gosh, I wish I had, you know, done that and been able to play at that time, but for so long, but... Well, here's the yeah. thing, though. Here's the thing. Sometimes you go through burnout, so you, you could have started at 14, and by the time you hit your early 20s, you said, you know, I don't think this is for me, but when you're 27, there's a certain dedication, there's a certain focus. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's kind of how I felt, and I, it was like I could be thoughtful about how I was learning, and it's like, okay, well... You know, I and kind of choosing, okay, well, I, I, you know, have been told that I have a good feel, so let me just try to spotlight the feel, you know? Like, I'm never going to be able to sit in my mom's basement for three years as a teen going with my feet, so I'm never going to be Dave Lombardo. Okay. But, you know, I will be able to maybe make it feel really good or or be precise in the way I hit or, you know, all of the other things that go into drumming. So I got to kind of choose what to spotlight. So that was quite good. Did you find that as a kid, perhaps (laughs) you were, you know, beating on a box or beating on something like you did have a natural sense of rhythm that was made sense to later do the drums? Well, a couple of things was, uh, one was, you know, every weekend morning, my father, who was just a huge stone beetle classic rock band, mm-hmm. um, at 8 a.m., boom, stereo blaring. Really? And music, music <laughs> all day, yeah. And, um, and I would lie in my bed, and I would, you know, wake up to that, and all I could hear in my room was the bass. Yes. My room was like the bass trap. Okay. And so I would lay there, and I would listen to the bass and try to figure out what song it was. <sighs> so really early on, I learned that separation, you know, mm-hmm. how to hear music that way. So that's one thing. And the other thing is that I, I think that I, you know, when I was a kid, like, remembering back, I think I had little touches of OCD here and there. And I remember <laughs> when I was nervous or something, sitting there and tapping and counting my feet a lot. Yes. So I think, um, you know, there's something about, like... You know, rhythm. That Natural is, rhythm of of just your surroundings. Yeah, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's funny. I'll, I would sit in the car with my young daughter uh, years ago, and the windshield wipers would go. We would just make up a beat. You know, we just, yeah. you just start tapping and doing, and, and she's very rhythmic like that. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, drums are just, drums were there before there were, were words. Right. So, you know, when people say, oh, I could never play drums, like, no, everybody can play drums. Like, if, yes. you know, if you can walk down the street, you can play drums, you know. Right. So, yeah. You know, I was watching all of you, and <laughs> like I said, all of your your skills, they're so strong. When you and Gretchen decided, you know, this is the path you wanted to go down musically, did you work on these songs together, or did you both go off and do your own thing and come back? You know, I don't have a lot of memory of this. She says, I remember, like, in my mind, I was practicing for, like, you know, eight months, like, just... Mm-hmm. A maniac. Yeah. Um, but what she says is that um, she said, okay, yes, I'll be in your band. And that eight weeks later, we had a show. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> and she has a way better memory than me. So yeah. so I don't know how it all happened. But I, what, you know, what happened then and is probably what happened now, which is that, you know, we, we sit there and we work it out on our instrument. And then mm-hmm. we come together and, and yes. work it out together. Yes. So. Yeah. I love all the different nuances of all of you, you know, whether it's Angeline playing bass, Gretchen. I mean, it's, you, like I said, there's strong chemistry, and, it's, and it shows. Well, that's what's so fun. You know, I, I know trivia bands get such a bad rap, but, you know, playing a, a band like Led Zeppelin it can be so much fun because, um, there's so much room for improvisation. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were in ACD, 
uh, the ACDC band, that was really fun because, you know, you play it exactly like the record. Yes. Um, but um, with Zeppelin, it's kind of like I, we get to become, like, like, I feel like I learned who I was as a drummer by playing within the structure of somebody else's drum part. I see. Yes. Um, it's kind of like if you, you know, if you write, if you're a poet and you write a sonnet, it's almost more freeing to have an established structure because now your brain can just go to the intent and not the structure, mm-hmm. you know? And yes. so that's kind of how I feel um, playing, you know, Bonham's stuff. It's like I try my hardest to play what he played, and yet there are a lot of places where, you know, he played different things every time he, he hit that part, so I get to kind of decide what I'm going to do. Yes. So, um, Have any of you ever met any members of the band? Uh, yeah, um, our singer Noel is um, old friends for 20 years with Robert, um, and uh, actually when she, um, he happened to call, you know, they call call and check in over years and he happened to call her the day she was going to go audition for us <laughs> really? and, uh, yeah, and uh he said what are you doing and she said i'm doing this and he said oh you know i think you should do that i think that would be really good and boom gretchen and i were like okay so if robert plant done that should be our singer <laughs> yes like yes he's our singer. <laughs> he just gave you the blessing you're in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we got to, uh, he was playing in Berkeley, and we all went to the show, you know, and afterwards, uh, Noel introduced us, and um, he was so nice, he immediately said, okay, who's the Bonzo, and um, yeah. and they were like, oh, and he came over, and he, he started, you know, telling me stories um, about John Bonham, and yeah. um, I, and he was so easy to talk to and so comfortable that I started interrupting him, and it's like, okay, okay, I've heard that story, but how about this? <laughs> That's so All cute. these questions that I wanted to know, so that was really neat. That's amazing, really. Just to, I mean, just to think about you actually sitting down and talking to him. I know, I know. I mean, it was really just a, a humongous highlight of that's huge of everything. Yeah, huge. So, where have you performed? Because I pretty much you've gone all over the place with this band, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, uh, we haven't been to Europe, and like every year, somebody comes out of the woodwork and is like, "We're well, bringing you to Europe," blah blah blah. And that just yeah. hasn't happened, but. I feel that we're getting a lot closer with that. So I'm hoping within the next year we um, make it overseas because we have so many fans um, overseas um, who are always asking. So we want to make that happen. Um, We've been around the States this last summer. We uh, did a a tour around all around the country. Um, uh, And, um, yeah, we're trying to get out more and more. Um, we tend to, you know, it's funny, for so many years, people told me, oh, this kind of band, it can only play on the weekends, you can't play during the week. And, what? Come on. Um, I know, it's so silly. That's so, really ridiculous. Um, we have this amazing booking agent now um, that we started working with last year, Mary Gorey, so, um, and she's like, of course you can play whenever you want. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so that helps. Right. Yeah. Now, do you all have other individual projects that you work on, or is this primarily what you're doing, what your focus is? No, we're all real super busy musicians. So um, uh, Gretchen Min is an amazing um, uh, songwriter, composer, and just spectacular um, artist. Mm-hmm. And she's got a really successful solo career, um, Gretchen Min. That's M-E-N. great. Um, and she's working on her second record um, that is going to be so epic. She does the instrumental um, 
heavy music. So it's just amazing. Her first record, it just blows my mind. And, she's a huge talent. Um, I was blown away by her guitar playing. She's amazing. I mean, she's just, she. I, I'm so privileged. And, I, and I'm so privileged to have been with her in her first rock band, the mm-hmm. ACDC band, and then just watch her just develop. And, you know, I mean, she's, she, she blows my mind. Um, and then uh, Angeline Saris, uh, our bass player, she is just such an amazingly gifted songwriter. She um, just put out her first video a few months ago um, for a song she did. Uh, it'll be the first song on her upcoming um, debut solo record. Um, and I really recommend everybody see that. She jumped out of a plane for her really? video. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just, it's like the most rocking uh, song in the on the planet. Where can so, we see, um, where can we see she's that? Really talented. Um, Angeline Saris S A R I S dot com. Okay. All right. Um, the song is called Blackstrap Molasses, and um, right. yeah, it's just really really oh, badass. Can't wait. Cool. Yeah, and so she's working on her um, her record and. She also, she plays with uh, Nor- uh, Michael Narada walden um, and uh, a lot of other really amazing musicians. She's, like, you know, the one of the main uh, Bay Area musicians, like First Call bass players here. So she she has a really wide career. I saw, um, excuse me, I saw she has a blog, and I think she traveled to Tokyo. Was it, was mm-hmm. it Tokyo? Yeah, she was performing there or playing with a bunch of people there. Yeah, she played with Narda. She um, traveled with him, mm-hmm. you know, all over. So, um, yeah, that's, she's just, I'm so, I'm so privileged to play with her. I mean, at, you know, as a drummer, to have a bass player um, of such a higher level than you are mm-hmm. just makes you feel like you're flying yes. when you're playing. Like, yes. it just, uh, so much goes out of your head and you get to just play. So, um, that's just been, you know, it's been a joy to play with her. Well, that's, um, a, that's the thing that really stood out is that you were all so strong in everything you were doing. And, you know, sometimes when you watch a band, there's a weak link or they're just not tight. It just, you can tell there's been so much dedication. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really, feels really good. And then uh, Noelle Dowdy, our singer, she's working on, she's, um, <laughs> she is one of those people who just is, uh, like, she's just a songbird. It just comes out of her all the time. And, she's great. Um, she's, she's writing her solo record right now. Her vocals, you know. Spot on. I mean, did Robert Plant actually get to see her perform? I think that he has seen um, videos and stuff of her. In fact, I know he has. Um, and I think, looking like we're going to play this festival in New York this summer. Um, the, it's called Mountain Jam. Um, and uh, Robert is playing, and then we play after him. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so um, I, we're hoping. he. And I know that he tried to come to a show we were playing in the east bay and he and his band all got um in a limo and were on their way to our show and there was so much traffic it oh, was like no. memorial day weekend or something there's so much traffic at the bridge they had to turn back <laughs> oh no <laughs> well that's great that they were on their way though <laughs> yeah they were going to see us so um yeah so that'll be real fun to when is that new york event in july august <sighs> when is it I don't know. It's called right. Mountain Jam. I'll, have to I'll look it up. It I'll look it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where would be like a dream place that you'd want to perform? Hmm. Uh, well, let's see. The Super Bowl halftime show. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Actually, you know, for me, it would be really amazing to do a tour of the European festivals. Mm-hmm. I just... Um, I just know how those are, and it just seems like it would be really fun to do that. You know, Coachella or, you oh, know, yeah. um, you know, the big festivals, I think, would be really, really fun. That's um, great. Yeah. Do you get a lot of kids come out and watch? Because I saw some kids, as you were mentioning, um, you know, at, at the show at the Roxy. Do you get a lot of kids just completely staring all yeah. down and getting yeah. inspired? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really neat these days because, you know, the parents, um, they want to turn their kids on to the music that they love. And, um, you know, they just, it's, I, I love playing places. I wish we played more shows where kids could come, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it's kind of frustrating sometimes to me that they don't allow kids to come in to a lot of these venues. Um, I, I wish that America was different that way. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, anytime we play an all-ages club, it's so much fun to have the kids there. And, um, you know, young girls, I think it's, it's real important. I mean, the, the little boys are awesome. And then just to see the little girls there, it, that makes me really happy. So I, I feel like if I had seen that when I was that age, I, my mind would have just been blown. <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And we have to wrap soon, but you also have, you have a new album out now? Yeah, I have a uh, solo album. Um, you can get it at uh, clemthegreat.com. That's my website. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, because I, I write songs and sing, too. So, you know, I'm always doing something. That's great. <laughs> and people want to check out your band, Zeparella. Where would they go to? Uh, it's Zeparella. It's difficult spelling. It's D-E-P-P-A-R-E-L-L-A.com. Okay. Yeah, everything's there. Great. Well, I'm going to wrap by playing maybe a song or two. I want to thank you so much, Clementine, and I just love the show at the Roxy. Thank you so much, Janine. Thank you so much for making the trip up there, oh, too. Sure. I really appreciate it. And I, you know, I'd love to meet you sometime in person, so I'm going to keep checking back on uh, the schedule and see where you guys are. Okay, good. Yeah, next time we're down uh, in Southern California, let's have a drink or something. Sounds good. I'd love that. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks. All right, that was Clementine, the founding member of Zepparella, joining us. This is Get the Funk Out Show. I'm your host, Janine. We're going to wrap with uh, one more song from them, and then uh, Sheldon Abbott will take over the reins here at KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Have a great Monday, everybody. We're going to listen to Ramble On.